It's time for Takes on Takes. You know the drill. You give us the takes. We give you the take on your take today on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dude, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL. Use our code LOCKEDONNFL. That'll get you a first deposit match up to $100. Joe, I would like to start with a tattletake. All righty. Once we do takes on takes, which you have coined in the intro, you provide the take, we provide the take on your take. Uh, tattletakes, if you're relatively new to the program, is presenting a take that somebody had that was not intended for us, but nevertheless, we will still provide our take. And this comes from the same brilliant mind who suggested that Aaron Donald was not good at run defense. Oh, no. I know what you're going to do Random thought. Outlaw cleats. Or perhaps just modify them. How many knee, ankle, and Achilles injuries happen because a foot can't give way from the turf that it otherwise would without cleats from Brian Burke of ESPN? Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. What are we talking about? Get rid of cleats. Have you ever ran? Have you ever tried to run full speed? Yes. With sneakers on? Yes. You better off being barefoot out there. Is that what you're saying? Like, yeah, well, I just watched. I just found out Tyreek Hill just got fined seven thousand dollars for not wearing socks on the first play of the game against the Broncos. So you can't you can't go out there barefoot. Every player's gonna get fined seven thousand dollars. I'm pretty sure Steph Diggs gets fined every week for that. I don't. I couldn't remember the last time he's worn the regular team socks in a game. So this man said outlaw cleats. Put it in writing. Put it. In I think writing. he was serious. Where we'll it will live forever. It will live forever. Yeah, it's bad. Set that to pretty much everyone I know this morning. So, how many injuries do you think are going to happen because we're slipping and sliding like a slip and slide trying to run full speed? What better way to make the NFL game better than to reduce the speed of the game by approximately 70%? It's not, it, there's no, it's not a defendable <laughs> position to have. It's not unserious opinion. Just play it on hardwood with basketball because, shoes on. That'll be better. Right. Yeah. How many. How many more injuries happen because we're playing tackle football on hardwood, though? Well, at least we won't have ankles, concrete. ankles and knees, you know? Um, all of this because, what, Khalil Herbert had his toe freak injury get caught in the... Make a better pass, Justin Fields. Correct. I mean, the guy had a great night, obviously, but that was... Did. That was a moment, so... So, uh, administrative note. NFL scouting against the spread correctly picked the Bears to cover plus six. You and I picked the commanders to win, but the news of Dick Buckus's passing came out about what an hour before the game. Yeah. 
couple hours. Yeah, they were never going to lose the game in which they were playing in honor of Dick Buckus. It's a good point. DJ Moore out of his mind. Emmanuel Forbes, 166 Ooh. pounds of him. Didn't want to tackle a soul last night. Friend, friendly reminder that uh, Emmanuel Forbes got drafted in front of Christian Gonzalez. Oh my God, I've never thought of that. Yeah, really makes you wonder. There was wow. not a wow. Wow, I didn't even think of that. It threw away the key. Yep. Okay, yep. I don't know. Uh, Christian yeah. Gonzalez is a top ten player in this draft. I don't. I don't. I don't want to tell you. Okay, shall always we? Has always has been. Shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Let's now that I've hijacked the first four minutes, losing my mind over this. You know what for brains comment. Um, I'm ready. TK TK Kelly says this: All Thursday games except opening night should be interconference instead of intraconference. Thusly, the winners do not receive any tie-breaking benefits when postseason seeds are decided. I'm a big fan of this. Just hearing it for the first time. You've seen yeah. the takes. I have not. I've seen them. Yeah, I'm a fan of this idea. If you're going to play a Thursday game, mitigating the leverage of that game to counteract such a dramatic short week home field advantage situation. Yeah. I think is, is really good. I, I maintain my proposal for Thursday night football is very simple. You're not allowed to play Thursday night football unless it's coming off of a buy. And the way that you do this is every team gets two bye weeks and you don't have Thursday night football weeks, two, three, and four. That's it. That's the whole fix. Then you get another mini buy after Thursday night football. I don't know how this is a difficult process. So I like this if we're not going to consider the proposal I've had out on the table for a million years. Sure. Moonbeam Man says the current division leaders, as of right now, before week five, besides the AFC South, will win their division. Kyle, do these division leaders hold serve? Okay. So let me... Tap into our favorite website on the face of the planet, playoffredictors.com, because they have all the tiebreakers in there. The Philadelphia Eagles in first place in the AFC East. Probably. I'm not ruling out Dallas. I mean, we talked about Philly. They've played three close games. Yep. To Washington, talented, Arizona, and Minnesota. Yep. Those aren't good teams. Yep. They they have not played their best football. There's a lot of teams that haven't played their I, best football. I agree. I agree. So who are the teams that are able to string it together in the midst of player injuries or getting players back and or scheme changes. Yeah. So uh, maybe. Yeah, I think they win it. Yes. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Probably. I'm not take, declaring that take right a look now. At this schedule. So they're on a bye. And they're home the next two weeks against Detroit and Atlanta. Then Buffalo in a short week. That stinks. At Houston. Home against Tennessee, at San Francisco, at Indianapolis, Carolina, Atlanta, Green Bay, Jacksonville, New Orleans, Carolina. A lot of should-win games, right? A lot I mean, of should-win games. That, the way that they've been playing, yes. But it's – do you think they're just going to go out there and just handle all their business? I don't know if I'm no. ready to say that. No. Do I have the least amount of questions right now about Tampa Bay, which I never thought in a million years I would say? Right. Probably. Right. Uh, Detroit and the NFC North. I like it. Yes. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. I like it. Yes. 
the Baltimore Ravens three and one. Probably. Probably. The Buffalo Bills, probably. We picked that in the preseason. Miami's going to have a lot to say about that. Well, you know, you're not going to win the division unless you can beat the team that you got to beat. Got a and then to do it. who's the, they said, except the AFC South. Yeah. So who's leading that right now? Technically the Colts. The Colts, yeah. Texans, and Jaguars are all two and two and one and one in the division. Yeah, because Jaguars lost to the Texans. Texans beat the Colts. Who won that game? Did they play? The Colts beat the Texans. Yeah, see, you got you got jumbled up mess there. And the Jaguars beat the Colts in week one. Correct. So like 30, 31 to 10 or whatever. I think there's so much to sort out. I, I could see two or three of them not winning. The the rank is currently determined by strength of victory through those three teams. So yeah, it's a lot to figure out there. So a big maybe burger here is the the answer. Uh, John John says the Houston Texans will finish the season with a better record than the New York Jets. Well, they already they're already one up, right? They're two and two. They Jets are, are two and one two. and one and three. So they're two and two. In Houston, the next four – here's the next six games for Houston. You ready? Yeah. At Atlanta, reasonable chance to win. Yep. Home against New Orleans, reasonable chance to win. At Carolina, don't win that one. Home against Tampa. At Cincinnati. And then home against Arizona. Mm. We know what the Jets schedule is because we have the same opponents. Right. Except for they got to play the Bills and the Dolphins. And the Texans get Tennessee twice. Denver. They play the Jets. Arizona. Carolina. Sounds like we're in on the take. It's, It's probably I'm probably in on the take. Yeah, me too. All right, lots of good takes left. We'll see if we're in on them or not. But first, we need to tell you about Bird Dogs, folks. These shorts, these joggers are awesome. The best in the business. Love their way they're designed. They got that uh, that stretch khaki material that is designed f- to fit slimmer through your thigh, give you a sculpted look. They fit so much better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. I love the versatility of the Bird Dogs. You can wear them casually around the house, to the gym, to the golf course, date night. They look so good, and they have this cloud knit fabric that they invented that looks just like khaki, but it stretches to give you that slimmer fit. You don't have to sacrifice movement. They are awesome, and we got a deal for you. If you go to birddogs.com slash NFL and enter promo code LOCKDOWNNFL, you get one of these free Bird Dogs water bottles. It's an awesome water bottle. got a handle. Keeps the, uh, the, the water good and cold all day long, so check it out again. Birddogs.com slash NFL. Use Pro Lockdown Lockdown NFL, that'll get you a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Also used my bird dogs for my um, Dolphins apparel shoot that I did. Some people will see that soon. I got a little sneak peek. Yeah. The the blue joggers are the way to go. Blue. I got a pair as well. They got like fun, uh, fun brand brand name like the the names of the the clothes are fun too 
Yes, they do. I Go to birddogs.com and find that out for yourself. <laughs> yeah, we won't, actually not allowed to say any it. of it. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. You got more takes for us, Joe. Go I ahead. Sure do. Benjamin. Uh, Benjamin with some spice here. He says Jared Goff is doing for the Lions what Alex Smith did for the Chiefs, but just like Smith, it is time for Detroit to make a move for a quarterback in the 24 class because it's their only hope of going from playoff team to Super Bowl contender. Didn't Jared Goff play in a Super Bowl? He did. Oh, okay. I don't know. So the, I, the, really the question is, can, the, can Detroit go to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff as their quarterback? I don't know. Do, do they have the passing game weapons and the offensive line and the defense? They're, they're playing like it right now. I get it. At the end of the day, you're going to get into the postseason. You're going to play a game where a quarterback's going to have to create plays for himself and make the defense wrong when the call is right. The vast majority of the time, if you don't have that element of quarterback, it's going to put a glass ceiling on your ability and your pathways to victory to win enough games to play in a Super Bowl. So I what teams in the NFC have that? Jalen Hurts. If we're, if we're going to be intellectually honest about the NFC conference. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts, case in point, just played in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. I would say Dak, no. Certainly not Sam Howell. We were told just how over the moon he's commanding. commanding he was coaches. fun in the second half of that game, man. He was fun. We get sacked all the time. Everything's late. Yeah. Everything's late. I don't think EB's doing enough to help him. Because EB's, EB's playing, calling the game the way he wants to call a game, and that's fine. Right. And you're getting an evaluation opportunity to see if he gets better, so I'm okay with it. But. But. Put some training wheels on for this young man. Be if nice. you, But if I, I don't think you should be all the way invested in Sam Howell with what he was as a fifth-round pick. So Correct. I would rather treat it the way I'm, he is treating him. I'd say, look, th- this season's going to go. He's throwing him in the deep end, man. Completely yes. in the deep end. Right. And you're either going to figure it out or you're not. And if you're not, then I'm not married to you. I wasn't here when we drafted you. And I know he's the offensive coordinator, but we'll, we'll see. He might end up getting that head coaching job. In-house. Turk Cousins? Brock Purdy? Uh, Geno Smith? Daniel Jones? Derek Carr? So, I watched the Giants. So We play the Giants on Sunday. Daniel Jones, I don't know what happened, but all of the good of year one is gone. There are brutal turndowns all over the tape. Tunnel vision, seeing go Sam Darnold style, bailing on clean pockets. Old Brian Dable doesn't look like he's having too much fun right now. No, he doesn't. You see that thread somebody put out there of mad Brian Dable? Yes. (laughs) Jeez, man. I mean, it's... Daniel, I would argue Daniel Jones has looked worse thus far through the first four games of the season than at any point that he did before Brian Dable got there. Stunning regression. So I say that to say, no, he doesn't have the the playmaker gene. So, so I, I think you have one quarterback in the NFC that is that way. So if that's the case... It's not as much of a limiting factor as it is on the AFC side of things where you have Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen 
and Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence. And you've seen Tua show some signs of being able to get outside of structure and, and have net positive plays. I still don't think Aaron Rodgers when he's healthy. Who am I forgetting? I'm sure I'm forgetting at least one. Well, who knows? Who knows? Richardson and Watson ever yeah. manifest himself into what he was before. Anthony Richardson. Yeah. It's a totally different ballgame. Yeah. So you got your high floor, high floor quarterbacks on the NFC side of thing, and you got these freaks of nature yeah. on the AFC side of things. Mike says teams should prioritize paying offensive linemen before defensive linemen and makes this very specific. For example, Miami should prioritize extensions for Connor Williams and Robert Hunt before paying Christian Wilkins. And then he has a bonus food take. Buffalo Wild Wings is bad, and you should always look for other wing spots. My wife used to work at Buffalo Wild Wings. We haven't eaten there since. <laughs> okay. I think that's loud and clear. Well, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I went there. She didn't she didn't work there when we met. It was like her undergrad of college. And I met her when she was in her grad program. So but she's like, oh, B Dubs, you want to go? No. Absolutely not. Wait, so she wants to go as the no, former. No, 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 no. Okay. She I, I'm like, I'll see one of them be like, Oh yeah, the the old spot you want to go. And she'd be like, No, absolutely. Oh, okay. All right. So you're asking her tongue in cheek sarcastically. Got it. You know where I would love for my wife to take me for dinner one time? Just one time. She won't even take me on my birthday. Red Lobster. I knew that would be the answer. Yeah. Kyle's an unapologetic Red Lobster and Arby's. Those are Kyle's spots, man. I won't apologize. I won't apologize. It. It's, there, it. there, it's, not, it's nowhere near as bad of a take as banning cleats. <laughs> okay, no, it's so. preferential. It's food. That's, That's one right. thing about food. It's preferential. There's no right or wrong. But okay, so what was the first part of this take? It should teams pay offensive linemen before defensive linemen? It brings up the Dolphins. Says prioritize Williams and Hunt before Wilkins. You could probably get Williams and Hunt for the same cost as Wilkins. So there's that piece of the conversation oh, as well. We'll see how Christian looks the rest of the way. Well, okay, dude. If he if he if he said no to what he said no to, and I said no to twenty one million dollars. You figure what Connor Williams is mid teens and Hunt's probably no, I, 12, 13. What's really funny is, is Dolphins fans were so fed up with Connor Williams because he had two high snaps a game and then they played a game without him and watch what Liam Eikenberg looked at. Appreciation game. That and was they said, oh yeah, I hope Connor's back for the next game. I think Connor, you could probably, I would guess you get Connor done for top five money at the position, which is like 11 and 11 and a half million dollars. If you don't let Robert Hunt hit the open market, you can probably get it done for less than what Ben Powers got. I think so. 12, 13, 11, something who just, like that. Who just signed a, an extension on the interior? And I was like, man, it's a really good deal for Miami's hopes for Robert Hunt. I know what you're talking about, but I couldn't pull like, it off. Like, right it now. literally just happened, right? I know. It was out of nowhere. I know what you're talking about. Can I, I can't, I couldn't pull it I'll, off. I'll float right around and this day. I, I generally agree with the concept of the tape because. Quality offensive linemen are more scarce, I think. Yeah, and the costs of the defensive linemen are getting insane, right? I mean, the top pass rushers are over 25 on the edge. We're talking about Christian Wilkins is 20-plus million, and the pass rushing productivity hasn't been there. Like, I, I get it. I, I see where you're going with this. Um, if all things are equal, you probably prioritize the offensive linemen just due to the difficulty of finding them. Hopefully, Kyle has discovered. I'm sitting here scrolling through. Shaq Mason trades looking pretty good for Texans right now. 
and that that contract still sits at that's that's three for thirty six. It's a good deal. Was the new deal that he got? It's a good deal. Um, not looking good for this. I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's talk about Prize Picks. We'll come back. We got a bunch of great okay. takes to finish out with. So yeah. check out Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the funnest, most exciting, easiest way to play daily fantasy sports. The format is awesome. It's only you versus the numbers. It's not you versus thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. All you do is select two or more players. You pick more or less on their projected stats. You place your entry. That's it. Doesn't take long. You can make a pick in under a minute. And then when you win, the withdrawals are very quick and very easy. I love watching sports. I love them even more when I have a prize picks entry going into a slate of games because it just makes watching them that much more exciting. So go to prizepicks.com slash NFL. Use code Lockdown NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash Lockdown NFL. Use code Lockdown NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Was it, it was Eric McCoy, right? No, because they just signed. He signed in 2020. Is it Cesar Ruiz? That's who it is. It's Cesar yes. Ruiz. Yes. It's Cesar Ruiz who signed four for 44. Yeah. Which is the forty from a value perspective is in the forties for NFL offensive line contracts. That's great news for if you hope to retain a non Pro Bowl recognized quality starter on the interior. All right. Shall we? Got a bunch more I'd love to yeah. get to. Go, so go. the next one here go. comes from Dim. Dim says when it's all said Dim. and done, Justin Her- Herbert. Justin Herbert will have a similar career to Phillip Rivers. No Super Bowls, no MVPs. Yeah. Why not? I'm sure. interested to see what that looks like without Brandon Staley, but I, I get nervous about the whole, like, you're always going to be a wild card team. You're always going to have to play road playoff games. You, I mean, it seems like the like we already talked about the caliber of quarterbacks that he'll have to go on the road and beat in the playoffs is going to be just tough. So. Okay, hold on. This I is think crazy. he's capable, but I I don't know. I you wish Justin Herbert was born at a different time. So this is fun, and I think this I think this stat has come up in the last year of us doing this show. Philip Rivers has been the starting was the starting quarterback of the Chargers from 2006 to 2019. How many seasons did he did he have with more than 11 wins as the starting quarterback? From 2006 to how many years is that? 14 years, 15 years. Uh, let's call it four. Yeah, 14 because he didn't start his first two seasons. So, how many times in 14 years did the Chargers win more 11, 11 or more? More than 11 games. I, don't, I guess four or five. Okay, so we did 2018, we went 12 and four. 2009, we went 13 and three. In 2006, our first year as a starter, we went 14 and two. So, I don't know, from 06 to, I would just want to see how many times they won the division because I think you make a really interesting point of always being a wildcard team, right? Like how many times has Phillip Rivers not wildcard team? He had the Schottenheimer year in 06. When they went 14-2, and two, they lost in the division around their first playoff game. They didn't even win a playoff game, and Marty got fired. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won the division in 07 
with Nord Turner and lost in the conference championship game. That was the year they lost to the Patriots, right? And Phil played on the torn ACL. That sounds right. Yes, they played against the Patriots and had 300 yards of offense and lost 21-12 at New England with Phil playing hurt. Uh, so, okay, Phil plays torn ACL. Not much you can do there. They won the division at 8-8 eight and eight and 08. They won the division in 09, and they did not win the division again for the rest of the time that Phillip Rivers was starting quarterback. So his first four years, they won the division and then never won it again. So from Justin Herbert's perspective, Pat's going to be there the whole time, right? Yeah. I mean, I have the same level of concerns about the Bills with Josh Allen. You know what I mean? Like, candidly. Shut up. I, but but realistically, because Mahomes exists, like it's just like with Rivers. Unfortunately, he happened to play at the same time as Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, and Peyton Manning. Right. So Pat Pat Mahomes is one guy. Right. On the pecking order, you got one guy in that stratosphere of like the 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 roadblocks. Right. AFC is highly competitive. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow's been a pain in the butt. I think that team's going through some, going to go through some personnel transition. Do we really think they're going to make it work and keep T. Higgins? I'm not optimistic about a lot with the Bengals. The offensive line, in spite of all the investment, I know Cordell Olson hasn't played great this year. Alec Cap hasn't played great this year. Well, Collins was a, a personnel move that you've already moved on from. Well, Jesse Brown Bates like, look great, and you just paid not, him sixteen and a half million dollars a year. Not bringing back Jesse Bates is looking like a mistake as well. That guy's been probably the most biggest impact free agent signing yet. But that was the that's the decision. Is we got our guys, we're going to keep, and we're not going to keep other guys as a result. Can't pay everybody, right? And they tried to get ahead of it with Dax Hill, and Dax Hill, I don't think has been the problem. But Bates has been a huge impact player, so I don't know. We just went down like four different rabbit holes. Yeah. But I, I would say statistically speaking, or probabilities speaking, it's probably a pretty good take. Magic Muffin says the Houston Texans should make their battle red alternates their primary uniform. Yes. I'm all in on that. Those look so good. Look yeah. so good. Um, if Cincinnati loses this weekend, they'll finish under 500. So they lose oh, yeah. to Arizona, they fall to one and four. I think it's a huge didn't like. I, didn't I give that take already this week? Yeah, yeah. That they just, they won't get they won't get back above above five hundred because they they go two reasonably winnable games and then they have like two really hard games after that. Yeah. Uh, Moose says Detroit style pizza is hands down the best, followed by New York, Connecticut, then Chicago. I have no idea what Connecticut style pizza is. Do you? No, but we're gonna find out. Yeah, let's find that. Out. I like so Detroit, Detroit style pizza. Is, is, I'm guessing Detroit is the pan pizza. Is that correct? Yeah, so it's like got that a cup, kind of Jets cupped pepperoni. That's uh, that's a Buffalo's. Buffalo's got the cup and char pepperoni, but Detroit has like the bigger flat pepperoni, but it's a deeper dish, and they like prioritizing like corner pieces. Yeah, and like it's um, they almost like the crust is like crispy. Detroit I'm a big fan pizza of it. Is a rectangular pan pizza yeah. with a thick, crisp, chewy crust. Yeah, traditionally chopped. Topped to the edges with mozzarella and or Wisconsin brick cheese. Yeah, big fan of it. Okay. 
So now we need a Connecticut style pizza. Yeah, I've I've no idea what that is. We know what New York is. That's hit or miss for me. Then Chicago. New Haven style pizza is a style of thin trust coal fired Neapolitan pizza Pass. common and around the New Haven, Connecticut area. Pass. Yeah, it's imp- I'm gonna tell you a take on these these wood brick oven pizzas. And you're gonna shade throw shade at Dan Marino here. Anthony I don't coal fire pizza. I don't know what it is. The problem is threading the needle for cooking it correctly is difficult because if it is burnt at all, it's disgusting. I'm not sitting here trying to eat like your burnt crust on this thin pizza. Like I love, I love it when it's on, but too often it's off and it's bubbly and weird. So what's your, what's your take on white pizza? Gross. Really? Just a big onion fest. No, doesn't have to be. Well, every white pizza I've ever seen is a big onion fest. So. Delicious pizza drizzled in olive oil, garlic, and white cheeses. My dad made this all the time, and there was onions on it. It's all I knew was onions, and I think your dad chose to put onions on. If if your dad liked onions, how did you fall so far off? My my mom and my dad like onions. Okay, so what happened? I ate one, and they're disgusting. Mm. Okay, go ahead. I know we got more takes. Um, man, there's so many. Uh, Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Uh, real quick. Okay, Bub, would you rather go 15 and two and lose your first playoff game, the divisional round, or go eight and nine, make the playoffs and win one playoff game? 15 and two. And I don't know. I'd look, I'd look back on that season much more memorably to go 15 and two. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. As compared to, oh, we won in the wild card round. Like, okay. Yeah, I agree. I'd agree with that. Uh, Football Maniac says CMC has 2,500 total yards and 20 touchdowns, but settles for Opoi because MVP is a quarterback award. Okay, so I think that's a reasonable stance to take. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, By the beginning of 2025, all three of Bryce Young, Scott Fitterer, and Frank Reich will be out of their current positions on the Panthers. I don't think so. That feels like too quick of a turnaround, but I like the spirit of the take. Yeah, Bryce, Bryce will be there. Um. Here's the last one. Weekly huddle. The Falcons need to make Quinn Ewers their 2024 starting quarterback. You like that? Quinn's found some juice with with dropping the weight this offseason. Yeah, I know you're a little bit concerned about that to start, but, but yeah, I don't I don't I don't want you to be 205. No, I don't either. But so he's used his legs. I think what makes Quinn good though is is the the passing ability. They'll have options. They should draft a quarterback early. I think that's the thing with Atlanta, right? Is everything looks pretty good. Stick with it. You just got to find a quarterback. Yeah. And the right one. Don't don't get like Ryan Tannehill. Like that's right. my biggest fear. Please don't discount sixth round draft pick for Ryan Tannehill and eat salary. Don't do that. That is going to do it for us on Takes on Takes. I'm Kyle Krabs. He is Joe Marino. We are locked on NFL scouting with the draft dudes. We hope you enjoyed This week of programming on the show, we're out of here. Enjoy week five of the NFL season. Enjoy week six of the college football season. And we will be back on Monday to talk about everything that goes down.